I felt like my hair was always a little, um, like fuzzy. Mm. Um, it wasn't soft and super silky and it, it seems soft and silky. Well, I treat my hair differently than I did then. And I think my hair has changed a lot and I, I now completely love my hair. Mm. Um, well, good for you. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi. COVID-19. COVID? COVID? <laughs> All right, let's start over. <laughs> Is it 19? COVID-19. Everybody, hello from No Small Thing. COVID-19 times and days. <laughs> Uh, This is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. These are uncertain times. They are. And in this uncertainty, we'll lean into curiosity. Here we go. We're going to lean into some curiosity. And hopefully, we're going to choose some topics that are a little bit lighter that just take your mind off things a little bit. Just a nice little reprieve. Maybe you're on a walk six feet away from other people. Maybe you're sitting Mm -hmm. outside by your house. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're doing the dishes. But yes. hopefully this... Let's make a long list of things people <laughs> might be doing while they're listening to the podcast. Um, or not. We could. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 94, everybody. 94! And for the topic this Six week, episodes away from 100th episode? Is there any sort of oh, celebration? Oh, oh. Is it a landmark? Is it a... What do we do? We record outside? Yeah. We could... Let's do something it's gonna crazy. It's going to be an Enneagram episode. Wow. So we'll Maybe have to. a six. Maybe a six. We shall see. Who knows? Because I think we're probably going to do a nine next week. Okay, you guys. Yep. Here we are. Here we are. We're talking about... Did did we announce the topic? Nope, nope, nope. The topic. (laughs) (laughs) It's hair. It's hair. Hair. The the thing that's happened this week is what typically happens with no small thing. And honestly, what I would want oftentimes for people is to experience what we experience in no small thing. Meaning, could it be a practice? to choose a topic and then sit down with some friends and talk about that topic. Just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we said hair, I was like, I, I don't understand how we can <laughs> fill space with talking about hair. And the more I've thought about it, the more I'm like, there's too much. There's too much to talk about. We have we have so much to talk about. There are so many facets to hair. <laughs> and there's so many hairs on our head, on our body. No. I was, there was some, I was listening to a podcast today and part of the thing they were talking about was in mathematics. Oh, uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> here come the secret research <laughs> facts. I'm really going to butcher this one. But this is just a funny thought that the idea of counting the amount of hairs on your head and not really like being able to physically do that led mathematicians to try and come up with ways to count multitudes of numbers and hair and counting the hairs on your head was one of those like first reasons why mm. they were thinking in terms of mathematics where it's like groupings and guesstimating and the range between humans. It makes me think of like psychology and theology in terms of like a God complex. Is it like sort of like God knows the hairs on your the head? So your it's like head. humans are like, oh no, we know the number. <laughs> we can you figure know, this out. We're like God. Uh, I think it's more of like this mysterious aspect of like, there's like such a range of hairs on your head. Like how many do you have on your head? How many do I have on my head? Like how do we count and measure and see 
I think that's what led them to it. I don't know. This was but me. But there's a psychology driving it. Like there like is. A, there there is probably some, wanna, something behind it. They want to have the god powers. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just get right into it? Should we just go with the one journeys? two three go? Yeah. Um, I guess we're, we're interested do, in talking about hair, everybody. We're talking about hair. So this past week, Scott and I have both been just honestly, this is going to be meditating like on an introspective about. journey. We're inviting you to hear us share about our own experiences with hair so that you may also do the same with yours. I <laughs> yeah, think, think, I mean, we're just, hair. all we can speak about is from our own experience. So <laughs> we're going to talk about our nice little, our hairs on our head <laughs> in our body. <laughs> I don't know why I'm introing. Well, uh, do you want to do more intro? No. (laughs) We're going to talk about our journeys, which is a a kind of a throwback, no small thing move. Yep. But then we're going to do some popping off. We have a rejuvenation slash poem. We got some listener comments. We have some listener comments. But I think think our big hair thoughts might come through our journeys. We can pause along the way and have a conversation about things that come up for us. Yeah. Okay. So let's, we're going to start with little Scott. Here we go. Uh, So, um... I haven't I haven't really like journaled about this or anything this week in terms of like really getting in touch with my early self. Yeah. But I know enough about myself to be able to start just talking. And now I'll open up with this. Open up with this. I have never ever liked my hair. Isn't ever? that interesting? Ever. I've always had a very frustrating relationship with my hair. Okay, tell and me it, more. Even from it, like a a kid age? I'm not sure. I I I don't I don't well, I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, I don't, I can't really access thoughts about my hair at a young age. Mm-hmm. You know, I think little kids are just like out there living and their parents are cutting their hair. You right. Know, it's like, whatever, you know. Um, Did you have autonomy over your haircut when you were young? Mm-hmm. My mom cut my hair always until okay. I left for college. Wow. So I could request a haircut. Me, this is just coming up. This is the first thing that comes up in my mind. I think it was around fourth grade and people in my generation, especially in Seattle, remember this. And it's funny how styles come and go because for for the longest time, this sort of look got completely, um, what's the word I'd want to use? Stigmatized in okay. a way. But Brian Bosworth was a very famous football player here in Seattle. And he had a huge mullet. It was a mullet with a spiked up hair, blonde. But what he did was he carved like three lines on the side of his head too. Amazing. So this was like the Brian Bosworth look. And so like that was the first time where I thought about like hair. I was like, I want the three lines. I'm not going to do a mullet, but like I definitely want those three lines. Did you get them? Yeah, yeah. I was like just to have my mom do it. And it was like cool. And this was like during the time where people are also doing like acid wash jeans. And, you know, this is like the, this is probably like 1986, you know. Yeah. Uh, So I'm probably like seven or eight. It's like when I'm really first starting to think about hair. It's like, are the lines going to make you run faster? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think I was approaching aesthetics at that age in, in my way, in my, in my way that I currently do it, which is through a certain temperament. Okay. Tell me more. Like I was thinking about it. I was thinking about the look I wanted. I think I liked, I liked acid wash jeans. I I talk about like, like I got my first pair of Vans with the checkered, shoes and I, I I like stared at them all night the day before I wore them and I had like baggy pants and I thought that was cool and there was kind of a surfer look going on at the time I don't know very curated jean jean jacket with buttons that was a big look okay I have a question I don't even when know what we're talking you about here, but in like 
whatever age you're talking about, when you mm-hmm. get these lines in your hair, seven or eight, what is, the, I'm curious, what is the texture of your hair and the color of your hair? That's the thing. I mean, my, my hair at that time, I mean, it's even looking at some pictures today, probably like was brown, leaning red, leaning, okay. you okay. know? Um, but my hair texture, this is my main beef, has always been sort of frizzy. Like, hmm. As long as I keep it short, I can keep it, I can manage it with some like gel or something like that. So I can keep it like spiky and neat. But if it gets long at any time, it like gets really, it's not curly enough to be curly. It's just mm-hmm. like. It's the in-between. It's it's the weird in-between and I, and I don't have enough skills to manage it. And I've always, yeah, I mean, I'm also overthinking it. So I, I've always, <laughs> you just use a lot of different products and. Or do you currently have product in your hair right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Current, if, could yeah. you take your fingers and run it through your hair? Or would it mess up the product? It wouldn't mess up the product. It wouldn't? No, no. I mean, okay. maybe that's something I've been very intentional about. I mean, I think in like my high school days, I would have had that crunchy gel hair. Okay. Uh, but I think people have made... <laughs> this is just really great just getting into the conversation. I think there's enough sophisticated products now where you don't have to worry <laughs> about the crunchiness. Because this is nice and soft, but it's still moldy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think you have any like residue if you touch my hair now. It's like a clay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is more in the popping off. Stuff, <laughs> I think. I mean, it's all a part of it. Yeah. So my hair. I remember. Here's some. Here's a remem- Here's a memory. I remember like my hair would get big and thick. Mm-hmm. And I remember. I remember being at like a camp when I was probably in like the seventh grade. It was like a family camp, and I just found a group of people to play football with Mm -hmm. i just remember running around getting really sweaty and i could just i i just knew and this is like maybe again like our temperaments and our ego fixations i just knew i was like as i'm playing football i'm like my hair looks so stupid right now that's like what's going through your mind whole game i'm hating this whole thing i should have gotten a haircut my hair looks dumb it doesn't look good when it gets sweaty and it's all thick and like out of control and <laughs> I want to take little Scott and like have you embrace this hair and like love it and know, let it be long and nice. frizzy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's the longest? Well, I don't know how far in your journey it is, but like what's the <laughs> longest you've ever had your hair? You know, we just posted a picture the other day of uh me meeting Dave Bazan and there was a season where I was toying with letting it grow. Okay. But it har- I mean hardly anything. Is it in the picture? Yeah, I mean it's hardly noticeable. I want to see. Keep talking. You'll no, you'll just notice up. a bit of a longer hair. I mean, to me, it felt so long, hmm. but it wasn't long in the big picture of things, like with people and long hair. Oh yeah, it's I a can little see. thicker. It's like a little longer. Yeah, I was like trying to grow my sideburns, and it was just like I was just toying around with some ideas, but it was just like my hair just gets unruly when it starts to get long. I want to see it so bad and I want to see it unruly and I want to see it like really, I want to see it longer. This is just my own secret desire. Uh, Yeah. So I'll just say like we posted us some pictures. I think one thing I also felt, so these are real true thoughts that went on my head. Mm -hmm. I felt like, I feel like guys in particular were not thoughtful about their hair. So I, Hmm. I, even in middle school, I was like, I'm going to be thoughtful about my hair. And there was also a season when I was existing that like my, the people around you weren't being thoughtful. Yeah, men, guys in general just aren't thoughtful about their hair. It's like, oh, I wake up, I put on a t-shirt, and I don't think about my hair. And I'm like, well, I am going to think about my hair. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I think there's probably think quite about. a few who are like yeah. you. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm talking about my perception back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I am the only one waking up and yeah. No, I'm not saying hair. I'm the only one. Um, but I this would be a generational thing because in my generation, I posted about this today. There was like. 
90210 and Saved by the Bell, there were these characters, Luke Perry, Jason Priestley, Zach Morris, who had like really gelled up, hair dried, wavy, oh, big hair. Big that's hair. what you have in that picture yeah. of you in seventh grade. And that's what I was probably trying to do. You know, like that was a that was a vibe, but like it wasn't like a trendy vibe. Like no none of my peers were doing that. Oh, you, know? you were you were going against the grain a bit? Caring. Not not in terms of the broader popular culture. Oh, this picture is so cute. Did you <laughs> blow dry your hair for this? Oh, yeah. Gelled it up, blow dried it. Yeah, absolutely. I thought a lot about it. No, it does look like you really did. But that also got hair. me a lot of criticism. Like people would be like, oh, Scott. Yeah, and that's the weird thing, too. Of like, probably say some... I had a lot of ambivalent thoughts about that. I'd be like, like, again, I've said this on this podcast. Like, Joke's on you. This is cool hair. Like, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it yeah. hurt to get made fun of. And I think sometimes for me personally, my own personal journey and hair is part of this. Like I wasn't, I wasn't typically viewed as like a manly man. Like, yeah. Like, no, yeah. It's like a boy who cares about their hair. Yeah. Is like femme. in junior high, especially when girls aren't like trying to be sensitive, there was a lot of talk of like, Oh, that guy, Scott is the more preferable guy. Like right to my face. Like he's the jock. He's strong. Look at his body and look, he doesn't <laughs> care about his hair like you do. And I'm like, you know, you don't have really a sophisticated way to come back at that. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, just well, that's me. not me, but I'm not also changing. But man, it'd be really cool to have you view me as the way you view that guy. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it really be it'd be really cool oh. if like I was getting admired in the same way, but I'm also not changing. Gosh, <laughs> you know? I, can't I mean, I'm wearing a Tigger people... shirt in that picture. I got bullied for that. Yeah. But I wasn't changing. But you weren't going to take I'm it like, off. I'm like, I'm wearing my Tigger shirt. I really yeah. felt that, you yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, I can support that. Yeah. I just, that's really interesting that people would say that to you. I feel like... All the time. Daily. Daily. Like, who were you hanging out with? Were you trying to hang out with the cool kids? I mean, who knows? I mean, it'd be really interesting to go back and look at what reality is. Yeah. Oh, for sure. My perception is that I found myself with the cool kids. In quotes. Whatever cool kids are. Right. You know, like, I, I, was, I, I always just found myself in a particular group. I wasn't, like, really thinking about where am I or who am I choosing... Yeah here's the group, you know, and here I am. And yet to me, I was always one foot in, one foot out. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm okay. Here, let me say it this way. Like I found myself with that group, but like typically I'd look around and be like, Oh, there's like the nerdy, uh, music kids. There's the nerdy drama kids. And I'm using these in huge quotes, nerdy, you know, those are the people I'd feel most, Maybe, maybe I'm, this is a new realization. To me, those were the cool kids. Right. So I'm feeling nervous to go approach that table with like the, the artsy drama kids who have like makeup on and black fingernails. And like, I'm like, wow, I'd really love to go hang out with them, but I got to be with my people. (laughs) This is like what society's assigned to me. I got to be with the normies. (laughs) I'm a normie, I guess. (laughs) Um, yeah, wow. This is, is this is a journey. That's this interesting is this I a think, true journey. <laughs> I think that when I think about myself in middle school, I like I was on the like in terms of my social standing, I wasn't like friends with the like pretty cool mm. kids and I knew them and was friendly in class, but I I definitely was more with the like weird academic people, I would Ah, say sporty academic hmm. people. And so sporty academic, that's a, that's a little twist. I can't imagine someone coming up to me and being like comparing me to other girls saying I need to look a certain way, but I just also don't think I like gave off the energy that I would. It happened all the time. It happened in college. I feel like there was, I feel like, I mean, this is again, my perception. 
Yeah. Which is a really trippy thing if we went back and watched it. But like my perception was like, we really like you, Scott. You're here in the group. You're just a few steps away from being one of the really cool ones. Like if so you changed weird. your hair and if you didn't wear that friggin' ticker shirt. I just don't uh, think I'd hang out with these people anymore. I I wish you I wish one could have the the gumption. wherewithal to do yeah, that. To, yeah. Um my perception, again, it's really interesting to just think of perceptions. I keep saying that, but like was that I had enough quote unquote street cred to be in with the quote unquote cool kids. Mm-hmm. Um but I was never really fully in. Like there was always parties and hangouts happening without me. Yeah. And I think it I made it clear that I wasn't even really interested in those things. But your sweet Christian boy. Was PK. I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So weird. That's I'm trying to think so about my high hair school. Journey. What's your hair in high school? Yeah, that's a good question because middle school was really this like sort of moosed up hair dried. <laughs> I think I think high high school hair was more of like short, spiky, simple. Ooh. Maybe I was maybe I was sort of conceding. Maybe I was like, yeah, this is the guy look, you know, like, uh, and this is what works best for me because of my frizzy hair, and I would use a lot of like. Gosh, I want I like in sitting gel. here right now. Want like you to to have some like love relationship with your frizzy hair, like <laughs> some kind of way. I don't know what to do about to it. Bring bring some love for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never liked my hair. Never liked my hair, and and then. I think we're, we're bouncing over high school because I, I have very few memories of my hair in high school okay. just because I felt like I got into a, a rhythm. It was like, this was my hair, you know, like we're not, we're not overthinking it. I mean, mm-hmm. I look at my pictures back then. I'm like, there's my Consistent short Consistent haircut hair. throughout the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have some, I have some thoughts eventually about hair drying. Okay. Um, but <laughs> in pre in, in terms of preparation, I think for high school, I, ch- I, I chose to be like, we have to go. <laughs> this is so funny. Like it's not manly to hair dry your hair. The only option is shorter for me. Cause if it's long, um, I have to hair dry or it's going to be frizzy and curly. Yeah. I can't so have sh- that. Yeah. So short is like, get out of the shower, semi wet hair, gel it up. And you're good to go. You're good to go. Spiky, gelled up hair. So when you were younger, Respect. you were more comfortable <laughs> blow drying it. But as you got older, it it's became, like middle school. It became less mm-hmm. manly. Or it was already manly. I think I got, took some hard knocks or <laughs> 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 enough criticism. Like this is how I like it. I yeah. like. I mean, the picture I just showed you, I liked it like that. Yeah. You but know? then it slowly started to fade away. Mm-hmm. I also had a relationship with my mom where she really groomed me up. Like she really liked dolling me up in an outfit, and I mm-hmm. kind of liked that. I was like, yeah. yeah. I wear I wear fun outfits. They're creative. My mom got also really creative with my outfits, you know, and I had a love hate relationship with that part of me. When did you start picking out your own outfits? Oh, I mean, that's that's part of my relationship with my mom. I mean, I've talked to you about this before, but like school clothes shopping at the beginning of the year, probably starting in like fourth grade. I mean, my mom's an artist, so she's like, "Here's your money. Let's get creative." Like, let's get some clothes. Like, That's show me what so you got. Fun. You know, that and is it was so like, fun. it was this idea of like picking out something that would like, my mom would be like, whoa, cool, you know, wow. So you got and, to pick your outfit. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I mean, my, at the earliest stage, my mom was really encouraging all of us to have like expression. Like, That's so how fun. are you expressing yourself? Like, what's your vision? You know, <laughs> <laughs> she still is like that. I mean, my mom's tradition with my kids is she comes over on Christmas and like, Gives them all the the tools to build like really creative gingerbread cookies. 
you know, Aww. like literally paintbrush with the frosting and stuff like that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, high school is really basic. I think the thing, the last, the I mean, this might be the finale of my hair was college. College, but then also probably getting only getting gray. Sure, that's the that's not the finale. That's like the the <laughs> the sad deterioration. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Yeah. Um in college is where I really got into the dyeing my hair, which is something that we have in common, but not on the same level. But but th- mostly throughout college it was variations of like basic like pure bleach blonde. Mm-hmm. Or like streaks. I don't know what you call that. Like um, yeah. half. Like big chunky streaks. Yeah. Feeling. Yeah. And yeah. that was like, that was my college look. You know? Yeah. That feels very on brand for Scott in college. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a time of like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And oh, it was totally. a look. That's so fun for yeah. college. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I would go home to my parents' hair. house and I'd get the kit and I'd have my mom cut my hair and then I'd like put this cap on and I'd pull out certain strands yeah. through oh, the cap. Oh, for sure. And like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Would you ever? I, we've you've been talking about this lately. How the thing are you is, is that like uh, so 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 I'll, I'll let's let's jump way ahead and then I'll go a little bit more journey. <laughs> is like I'm I, my hair is very much thinning these days, so people say bleaching your hair th- is not good for that. I know, so I'm nervous. Yeah, that makes it'd be total fun sense. to do it, but at the same time, I'm like I'm 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 holding on. To like, to like the hair, the last you have bits. Less. I mean, I'm sure by the time I'm 60, I'll be bald. You know, bald. I don't know. I mean, the way it's going, people say if you're going to lose your hair, it's going to happen by 30. So I am 40 and I haven't lost my hair. So that's somewhat hopeful. <laughs> Whatever. Even though there should be nothing wrong with losing your hair. I know. I know. It's funny. People have attachments to it, though. We're talking about hair tonight. Yeah. You know, and and I mean, if we're thinking about the idea of losing, I would your be hair, sad to lose all my hair. Yeah, there's something naturally sad about that even though you can find i'm sure you can find a way in the world oh (laughs) for sure for sure um but i i i couldn't be the type of person that's hanging on if it got to a certain point i'd have to just buzz it like i'm not going to be the guy that's like got thick hair on my sides and like a bald like a comb over we're just gonna yeah we're just gonna shave it yeah when it comes to that if it comes to it but um i feel like you'll just wear hats all the time (laughs) Probably. I already kind of do yeah, that. Yeah, you already do kind of. <laughs> is, is the reason you wear hats a lot of the time because you like the hats or be mostly because you just want to cover your hair? Or maybe both. I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't love my hair. So it's like a hat is very convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also kind of fun fashionably. Like I, I do like my hats. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do it's put part of the look. some intention in my <laughs> hats. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, okay. So let me say, let, let me, let me go on a little side note detour in terms of my journey. Let's do it. I remember, um, becoming a young life intern. It's a very strange time in my life. I had gotten married younger than most. So I'm like 22, freshly married. I'd gotten married in December mm-hmm. and now this is like, July of my first year of marriage. So I've been married for like six months. Okay. And I go to something called student staff training in Multnomah Bible College in Oregon. And it feels like college all over again. It's like 320-somethings from around the whole world are coming for this training for three weeks in, in Portland. Okay. It was just the weirdest thing. It's this thing of like, you feel like, oh, wow, you've just made this massive leap, this crazy massive leap to get married. Yeah. And now you're sort of being flung back to like the dorm days. 
Yeah, Young Life is like high school yeah. frenetic, early college energy. And Young Life is really, truly the popular kid vibe. And so that really shoved it in my face. You cannot see how much I rolled my eyes yeah. there. And so like that, that I mean, even as we're talking about it, that that brings up all of my stuff from growing up because again, I was like, there and could play the game, mm-hmm. but there were there was a hierarchy for three weeks at this camp, and Gosh. I just remember being on this dorm floor and had my own room, and I was blow drying my hair, and I had bleach blonde hair at the time. I remember, and um, it was really weird because now did you have dyed hair at your wedding? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can happy. find some pictures. Um, I remember like there this just group of like really extra masculine guys and we were watching this war movie or like show every single night. Um, and it was like a lot of chewing tobacco. <laughs> Everybody's like, and I, not me. I, I didn't do chewing tobacco. But it's like these guys are like really like sticking out their chest and trying to prove each other like young 20 somethings in young life. And they're all playing poker at night and like, chewing tobacco and bringing sneaking whiskey in these dorms. And I was just like, gosh, this, uh, this is a funny energy that I'm yeah, uh, again, like one foot of. in one foot out. I'm like, I can do it. I'll sit here and play poker and I can like have the mannerisms, but I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel happy. Yeah. But I would blow dry my hair in the morning. It just became this huge teasing thing. I felt like borderline oh. bullied. Like, Men don't blow dry their hair. Like, do you hear? Yeah, we heard you blow drying so your mad. hair. That makes me so mad. And people would come up like, did we hear blow dry this morning? Can you believe Scott blow dries his hair? And I was like, gosh. Oh, these so people. I felt so embarrassed. So I literally probably for 15 years never blow dry my hair again. <laughs> it really got to me. I felt so ashamed and silly. I'm like, yeah. Men don't blow dry their hair. Hair is such a hair is one of the most gendered things. I feel Isn't like and that'll just that will come up in my journey too. But I mean, I feel like it's so evident in your own. Like mm-hmm. anytime you did anything that was per- perceivably femme, mm-hmm. it was like made you lesser of a person, right. lesser of a man. And I'm yeah. less I'm attractive. Less guessing that you probably got comments of people being like, "Oh, are you gay?" Oh, for sure, all the like, time. All I got I got those comments imagine, my whole life. Which then that also it's like, uh, I don't know. What? Say no, I'm just saying <laughs> that comment is just so annoying because then it's like being gay is this insult. Oh, right. Like, yeah. And it, well, well, so what? And it's like, oh, yeah. that diminishes your masculinity. Yeah. And it's like, no, that wouldn't diminish your masculinity. Also, like I can be very straight and blow dry my hair. Like it's not, you know, linked at all. Right. I remember being on this. This is just one of those little, those little throwaway comments that stick with you for many reasons, not just because it's sort of. It didn't really hurt, but it was more of like, I think in terms of the way we approach the world, it's one of those moments where you're like, huh, what's that? <laughs> you just came right out and said it, you know, and then now it just sends you into a a, a frenzy of thinking, mm-hmm. you know, but I remember being on a mission trip that I was leading with a bunch of my leaders and kids, obviously, and we're at the beach in California and we're all like washing up. And one of my leaders at the time was probably like five years younger than me. He was a girl. Mm-hmm. Um Somebody, one of the kids came up and said, here's my products that you can use for your, to me, you know, for, for your shower. Yeah. And one of my leaders goes, oh, he doesn't need that. Guys don't use conditioner. And I was like, guys don't use conditioner. Like what a <laughs> sentence. And I felt very <laughs> obligated in the moment to be like, oh yeah, totally. We don't use conditioner. We're men, <laughs> like, we're manly. You use conditioner. Us men don't need soft 
conditioned hair. You know, it's like, what? You know, but it was like, I really wanted to play along. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we, we don't use conditioner. She's That's right. so you know, funny. Like, and I'm guessing that you did use conditioner. Oh, I always do. That's like <laughs> natural. Everybody should be using conditioner in there, especially if you're worried about your hair being frizzy or losing your hair and eating healthy hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, I really want that conditioner. <laughs> I do think that we're like slowly moving towards times where that kind of thinking people mm-hmm. would be like, no, get that out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, like hair is hair is hair. So I'll, I'll, I'll fast track my, I'll have one more little step in my hair journey. Okay. We'll fast track. We'll go, got married. My wife has always liked my hair, never talks about it. Fine with whatever I do. If I ever t- tried talk trash about my hair. And Russell's like, your hair is great. I don't know what your problem is. It's fine. I like your hair. I've always liked your hair. I'm like, okay, so it's my own issue. <laughs> I have to really <laughs> yeah. confront myself and look at myself and I'm like, what's the problem? Who am I thinking about? Um, but so, so fast track from college to like 15 years ago, maybe. And it's like, I'm just starting to get grays in my hair. Mm. Um, and so there was like, just for the sake of fun conversation, Probably a solid year, a <laughs> solid year where say. I was tweezing out my gray hairs on the side of my hair. What a thought, though. It's like, I can beat this. So individual. Because at the time, it was like just a few. So it was really manageable. I was like, oh, I've got like four gray hairs on the side of my hair. Yeah. At the Eventually, just became, oh, this is hundreds now. Like, there's it's no way I can keep up. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and also... And also, I'm not embracing who I actually am. Like, I mean, to a certain extent, I think one of the most badass things that somebody could do is just, like, go all gray if it's real, you know? All gray is the best. It's the best. Because it's authentic, you know? And um, there was something about myself at the time, probably psychologically, that the hair represented something of, like, am I not willing to move on? Am I not willing to be older? Like, this is who I am. It's just part of life. Did you consider dying it? No, I mean, I, okay, that's a great question because I do have a natural feeling about that and I haven't given it that much thought, but like that to me is a scandal. When I, when I see a 70 year old man with like beautiful brown hair, I'm like, dude, come on. Everybody can do what they want. Everyone can do There's what they no want. judgment, but I am like, what are you hiding? What are you, <laughs> what are you running no from? There's no judgment, but I'm also like... Mm. Well, I wouldn't do it for myself. I am just like... That's why I've thought like, oh, should I dye my hair? And I'm like, that feels so inauthentic to me. I feel like it's a metaphor. It's like, are you not willing to be who you are? What's wrong with being old? What's wrong with gray hair? Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe for fun, like if I were to even this during the season of like talking about hair, like bleach my hair... But it wouldn't be to cover your grays. Right. Right. It's a yeah. If I thing. was, yeah. If I was to do like my natural color t- for the sake of covering my grays, I don't know. I think it's, I, I mean, don't want judgment. No, there's no like, I think there's so what do we call this? Like out there who hair color shaming. Cover, <laughs> like, covering their grays. I think it's great. I saw someone, one of the yoga practices, one of the people who runs it, she posted a photo today and was like, my grays are growing out. And like, mm-hmm. she's like, you guys don't judge me on this, but like, this is happening and I'm figuring it out. Like, Oh, there's so many COVID women, season. especially I'm just saying, because I've heard these conversations, I haven't heard it among men. So in my circle, I'm all these caveats <laughs> that a lot of people are freaking out about not being able to get their natural, their hair done. Yeah. You know, my wife included. People have to mourn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the roots I mean, are coming in. The grays are coming in. The in our house, in. I tried to give Matthew a haircut and it did not go great. Um, <laughs> and ended up being a buzz cut by the end. Because, <laughs> I am not a hairdresser. <laughs> I'm about three weeks away from, quote unquote, needing a haircut. 
Oh. Like, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good for now. I hope that COVID makes your hair grow out so we can see the long, frizzy oh, hair. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so, so, so here come the final thoughts. Um, also started having thinning hair, mm-hmm. which, interestingly enough, the grays were more disturbing than the thinning hair. Okay. But the thinning hair now, for me in these days, is in the front of my mind. I think about it a lot. Like when you look in the mirror? I worry about the future. What, do you, what, <laughs> what are you worried about happening? I don't know. Like, I like the idea of, of like, just being honest about our subconscious. Like, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. something that, even as I say out loud, it's not like I'm proud of. Right. Oh, for sure. Um, but, yeah, there's something shameful about losing your hair. You know, I think, I don't know what it is. I mean, people would say, I've heard it said, you know, that, like, uh, Oh, I don't even know what I mean by this. I mean, it's. I think it's maybe some, a personality trying to grasp onto something positive about it. But like that, like people with more testosterone have less hair. <laughs> like bald people are like it shows that you have more testosterone. Even saying that out loud, it's like trying <laughs> oh, to find the silver get, lining. Gotta, <laughs> you know, having more testosterone. Is I'm the more manly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. It's so funny. It's so funny to think about because I don't even like sign off on that line of thinking, but I feel like everybody's just trying to find a silver lining. Yeah, I think um, for some reason, I mean, it makes me frustrated that like we have a society that prefers a full head of hair or mm-hmm. that I would in some way f- feel like obligated to feel embarrassed about losing hair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it is somewhat natural and that it's like this thing that's been a part of you and to lose it is you have to go through a process. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I can't necessarily relate. Like I'm assigned female at birth. I'm not going to, I'm not as concerned about losing hair. Right. You, know? you probably like, won't lose hair. I probably won't lose hair. Although I might because I dye my hair so much. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that. I will only do it to myself. Or maybe if you do testosterone. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I will only do it to myself. (laughs) But yeah, I feel that's interesting. I feel like if I lost my hair, you'd you'd turn it into some cool art piece. I think I'd probably yeah, yeah, probably be a little bit okay. They'd probably like get tattoos on my head or something. Yeah, I envy that about you. I also, I'll, I'll do the final check-in about my I'd hair. I'd be sad though. I'd be so sad not to have. What would I do when I feel like I need to dye my hair? I would dye my, the, hair, the, my hair. The sides of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, my current hair these days, uh, blow dry. Okay. Oh, no, I'm curious. No shame. How long like does it take you to blow dry hair. your hair? Uh, I would say seventy seconds. Okay, that's yeah, pretty easy. That's pretty easy. fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I use this Bumble and Bumble salt spray. Okay. So it's supposed to like replicate like the the thickness of like being on the beach and oh, salt. Oh yeah, I have salt, salt spray. Yeah. And then I I use this uh, Divernus. I always say it wrong. It's like this clay. Okay. And the it's clay, really nice. The clay. Like where you, where you don't have to worry about like any sort of residue in your hands or anything like that. And I've so this is the thing. This is the sad, fun thing. Is like my. Hair inspiration these days is always David Lynch. Hmm. What is his hair? It's just like really buzzed on the side, but he has a full head of hair. So it's not like... Oh, I think I can picture it. Yeah. So he has different hair than me. It's gray, which is cool. Mm -hmm. But he's not thinning. So it's like... What I'm saying is like my my vibe is like short on the sides and like something 
slightly dramatic on top, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, for me, it's, like, not even as dramatic as David Lynch because he has more to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. looking oh, it I, up? Can, <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, no, he has really cool hair. I know. <laughs> I know. He I'm does jealous. have really cool hair. Well, Scott, I feel like if you grew your hair out, you could have that. I feel like part of it is that it would, it would take more work because I don't have the same type of hair. I mean, he's got that sort of. I mean, if anything, he has hair sort of like you. A little, a little sort of that softer. fine, silky hair. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. I don't have that. Hmm. Shaking my fist at God right now. Yeah, but you also because of your hair, you can get more volume. I feel like, like I can't get volume. <laughs> and I have to like work hard to get volume with my hair when I ha- like if I want it up. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know now. Now we're in, now we're out of our area of expertise. I mean, I if we had a if we had a hairdresser in here, they'd be able to say something. I know. I mean, I, that's the thing is, like, a hairdresser has probably felt so many different kinds yeah. of hair, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> I mean, we have no language for it, but I bet there's so many words yeah. to describe the kinds of hair people have. There's been seasons in my life where I've been prescribed like essentially five products. <laughs> You know, in a system, and I really bought into. I'm like, this is gonna do it, and I was like, this is a bunch of bullshit. This like, I'm not gonna follow doing. all of these products. Yeah. You know, um, so now I just try to make it as simple as possible. But um, no, it's true. I, I, that's what I'm saying about like somebody that's would be a professional. Like, when when my hair gets longer, it does have volume, but like, it, <laughs> this is such a funny conversation. It doesn't. It it tends to lay flat and just whittle. Like, I want to see it so bad for some reason. <laughs> well, like, at this point, especially like I had, I had a little glimmer of hope in those early days. Like when I showed you that picture of Dave, Dave Bazan, mm-hmm. like at those times I wasn't having thinning hair and I had a full head of hair, but now I feel like thinning hair long is a really weird look. And I'm not really interested in that. Yeah. Like thinning hair now. Like I don't look at your hair and think thinning hair. That's but nice. I've only <laughs> known you for the past four years or three years. <laughs> this this let's just let's just say, let's just take one, one quick detour and say like the back of my hair um that's thinning and then like the front of my hair like my hairline yeah, is thinning yeah. but what i've heard is that like that's done thinning it's the back that's it's where it's going to it's going to grow but this front of my hair if it's if it's spiked up it doesn't look as much thinny mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if it's long it it looks it like people will be like oh wow like that's oh like people really are like oh my gosh have you seen Scott's hair <laughs> also did you hear that he blow dries was it oh my <laughs> I think he gosh. might be gay and I think he <laughs> I think he has some gray on the sides he better get tweezing this is this is the transfer in with our enneagram state too I'm sure nobody's even thinking about it not one person <laughs> I uh, think about it all the time okay. That's my hair journey. There's your journey. Okay, you guys, when we come back, thank you for sharing your journey, by thank the way. You. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Okay, I think everybody, like, I, listen, before we start, I said Macy's the main event. <laughs> I'm the warm up act. I'm the opening act. Like, what we really want to hear about is Macy's hair because Macy's hair is unique and interesting and, and ever constantly in flux. Ever changing thing. So, when we come back, I'll share a bit of my hair. The journey. Macy journey, the main event. <laughs> Everybody, we're back for the main event.
event. We're back for a hair journey. <laughs> Not less the main event, but main event. Um, the Undertaker. Okay. Um, where to begin? Little Mace. Little Mace. Um, hair bows. Nope. Hair bows. That's yeah. That's later. I mean, yeah, later. it is a little later. So Young Mace, I had a very classic, cute. It was a very cute hairstyle. <laughs> it was like. Short. I'm already so here for this. <laughs> this is going to be so good. <laughs> a short little... Like, Young Mace, are we talking like first grade? We're talking... Yeah, so like probably starting at like as soon as you start to get hair long enough to have hair. Okay. You know, and like have a hairstyle. Um, with like wanting long hair. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so so my my haircut from kid to probably about fourth grade was like... Short with bangs, like bangs Dang. were a part of my look. You gotta like find a picture to my shoulders. I could find a picture. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and that was my typical hairstyle. It was really like I didn't care that much about it. It was like let it go, and I didn't really like put much thought in it. It was just always what the haircut was. I think I let it be pretty, like mangy, but I wasn't like mangy. gross about it either. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was a messy kid. Like you know, like if you think messy kid, like. Probably like a, kind of a little bit of a tomboy running around. Yeah. I just like have my hair. It's not, I, I wasn't really good at, I couldn't, ponytail, doing a ponytail was exciting for me, but it took me a long time mm. to get a ponytail mm. and mm. figure it out. Um, and I liked that hair. My signature hair from like a young age up through high school was pigtails. Mm. So like pigtails. even at a young age, like or not even, like, at a young age, I wore pigtails a lot. Like, for sports, that was kind of what I'd do. And imagine cute little pigtails with, like, bangs and bows. Like, very cute. Cute, and but also optimal for, like, like competition. Right. Oh, for yeah. sure. Get the hair out of the way. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, I definitely have, like, a spirit within me. And this is still within me of, like, I like, I like accessories, like, <laughs> a lot. And then also this idea of going to, like, a sporting event. Like, I definitely was up for getting the team colors and being the, going all in on the aesthetic of the game. Never. Kind of. Scene. Never for me. That's a good contrast of our <laughs> lives. So then I would say I started. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Well, you're talking about hair. Yeah, like getting getting bows and like matching <laughs> matching the color, creating bows. <laughs> that's a, that's that's the difference. Like no no guy is getting any bows. I know. Well, accessories. I know. When I feel sad for boys out there who True. aren't exploring, I mean, that sounds fun. I feel like there are. A, I I'm genuinely slightly jealous. Right, and there's probably a lot of boys out there today that are able to explore this probably mm -hmm. a bit more, um, but. Yeah, it was just kind of part of it, of being a girl. I mean, I I was assigned female at birth and was perceivably and considered myself a girl for most of my life. So it's like I was in that culture. You're I like, was ooh bows, yay! It wasn't like oh bows to look pretty. It was more of just like for fun. Yeah, like, for fun. That's like, and that's still kind of how I picture the way I do my hair these days. Um, but then. <laughs> I just got older and started, my hair started growing longer. I just, like, I guess let it grow out longer. Um, I remember, like, a fifth grade hairstyle was, like, a really slicked back ponytail for me. Like, got my mom invested in helping me to have just a tight ponytail. It didn't look good. Was there a product involved in that? Or probably, is it just, like, a like, lot I, of pulling? I, 
I can picture it, and I it seems jealous, mm. and it seems like I have lots of clips in it mm. to keep it all back in. What tight. were you wanting? What were you wanting? Mm, I didn't love my hair, okay. so I didn't. Okay. I didn't love the texture of my hair, <laughs> and this is where I'm like, I do semi really. I felt like my hair was always a little. Um, like fuzzy. Mm. Um, it wasn't soft and super silky, and it it seems soft and silky. Well, I treat my hair differently than I did then, okay. and I okay. think my hair has changed a lot. And I I now completely love my hair. Mm. Um, well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm winning. I love my hair more. <laughs> I would say I didn't know what to do with it. There was up until probably my 20s, I was kind of confused about my mm-hmm. hair. It does um, seem like your focus of attention was sports. Oh, yeah. So it's like, sporty what am I going to do with my hair for tennis? What am I going to do with my hair for lacrosse? What am I going to do with my hair for soccer? Yeah. Um, and I just, I think, in, especially in middle school, and I look at middle schoolers these days, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're so fashionable. <laughs> I wasn't very fashionable nor aware or cared about trends very much. Like I could see that other people were starting to figure out how to make themselves look better, like get a haircut that suited their hair and their body. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't getting that. Like when I would show up to the hairdresser, I mean, we could have a whole conversation about going to a hairdresser. I didn't like it. So I always hairdresser. I, I got my haircut for my mom. That's so What's nice. What's a hairdresser? Yeah, That's yeah. so nice. I've always felt so awkward, and I didn't know what to do. And I've cut my hair. I think at that age, I had a. I didn't really want to. How do I articulate? What this? age are we talking about? I'm talking about like fifth grade okay. through probably high school. I fifth would get grade Saturday comes. Janet, Macy's mom. Macy, we have a hair appointment. Is that I, how it works? I think it would be like, I'd like to get a haircut. Oh, okay. And it would be. Oh, we'll, we'll get you an appointment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, or maybe my mom would be like, should you want to get a hair appointment? I'm getting one. You know, that I kind guess. of situation. I guess. I gotta get this hairdresser. I know. About my I, hair. I really wouldn't. I didn't love the social situation of it. I would feel really embarrassed if I liked my haircut. Mm. Like that was something that would happen in me. And I just oh. didn't know what. What's I that? Wanted. Say that again. What are you talking about? Uh, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know good. if there's other people out there, but <laughs> this idea of like sitting in the chair and then like feeling yourself and being like, oh yeah, I look good. <laughs> that is like, to me, now it wouldn't be as embarrassing. Although I can still feel I can get in that headspace of being like, no, put that away. Don't do that. Wow. It's really strange. Wow. This, and is, then I would this is merging hair with Enneagram and personality <laughs> and all that. Like what? And then I would probably go home and, like, try it out, you know, and, like, have a long amount of time of feeling myself (laughs) by myself. Um, What does that entail? Just looking in the mirror a lot, like, walking around, (laughs) trying on different outfits, putting it up, doing different things. It's the same thing for me in shopping. Like, I don't know if I necessarily would want to show that I'm, like, feeling... And this is more of a high school younger self. Nowadays, I would be... I'm a little bit more confident. And, like, if I'm shopping, I'd be like, yeah, I look great in this, in the dressing room. Mm -hmm. But it... In my younger self, I would like it, but then be like, okay, mm, and like be shy about liking it and mm. wanting the things that I was getting. And then I'd go home and like spend a long time trying on different outfits and being in the mirror and having Macy alone time. <laughs> There's something really sweet about that. Like I, I watch my daughter currently like have those moments where, especially it's been very strange during this Corona times, like Avery will come down and be like, 
like is making the most of her wardrobe being like, I never knew I had this cool outfit mm. and is walking around for the next two hours in the house being like, isn't this great? And then changes the outfit. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> it, it is, it is an interesting thing. And I don't know if like traditionally women have been given more permission to just enjoy their look a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah, true. But, I don't know. Um, but that's, that's cool that you were having that at least privately. <laughs> oh yeah. This is a good look. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, I had many, this is, this is less about hair, but I got these cargo shorts. I got them in two different pairs and I really liked them in the store. And I was like embarrassed about liking them. And then I would wear them in my room, but I never wore them outside. I never <laughs> went outside in them. This is like middle school. I started to conform and I started to just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't know how to start to be pretty and start to like, feel attractive be pretty? so i would just Who kind of try things and i just wasn't good at it because mm-hmm. i'm like i did i wasn't really i wasn't necessarily playing to my strengths i was just like trying things so then in middle school i got the worst haircut the worst haircut in seventh grade i remember i went to ulta beauty which is probably not a good place to go to get a haircut i look like a mushroom like it was full I gotta find some freaking pictures I, this like and I just like it was in middle school too. I do not look good, but it is it is funny. Well, teach his own. Maybe maybe you do look good to some certain eyes. I don't I don't think so. Like I just maybe think some it people was, are out here <laughs> looking for that mushroom look. No, no, it was like a lot was not going well in terms of my style. Big braces. And uh, oh yeah, braces is a whole other vibe. So then it was just kind of figuring out like the next few haircuts. I remember it being like, let's figure out how to salvage this hair and like mm. get a better haircut. It was like uneven, mm. and I just should have probably chopped it so much and made it short. I mean, that would have been the best thing ever. But I was still not really into having super short hair. I wasn't really thinking of trying that. And then all throughout high school, I just became a ponytail person. Like it just was like mm, not dealing with my hair being down. Look at that um, ponytail person over there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think it just was the look. Like, I would wear <laughs> a bun or a ponytail, person. maybe pigtails. And in sports, that was, like, I would get the pigtails for sports mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the time. Um, you said some strange things about that in the past that I still don't understand. I don't know what you mean by that. I don't know. The way you said you have done did your hair for sports, like... I don't know. You've described it in ways that I didn't understand or comprehend, <laughs> but like you're probably saying it in a way that like like women would understand, honestly. Um we don't need to get distracted by that, but high high pigtails was really the look. I also started to get into braiding. Like I learned how to braid mm. by the time I was in high school and French braid, and so I would French braid my hair a lot or have friends braid my hair. Um but I never was loving my hair. I didn't love my hair color in my What is your natural hair color? It's like dirty blonde. Dirty it's starting blonde. to get more brown. I don't love it. It's like kind of mousy brown to me. Mousy brown. That's the way I would describe dirty it. Dirty blonde, mousy brown. These are interesting it's, descriptions. It's it started blonder. Like when I was really young, it was very blonde, and it's gotten darker as I've gotten older. I don't love it. My natural hair color. I go through seasons, of course, of letting my natural color happen, but not very long. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it personally. That's not true. I can 100% show you pictures from when I've oh, known you that I've had take it back. natural hair color. I take it back. Um, so, let's <laughs> think. High school. Like, I can think of the picture of, like, you at your art show. Yep. Natural hair color. I was starting to grow my hair out, yeah. and it was natural. That was, yeah. like, a big season for me. Um, 
Let's think. Other things. Let's think. In high school, my first time What's, I started yeah, yeah. dyeing my hair. Mm. So I didn't really dye my hair up until truly college, but there was a few experiments like lemon juice. Mm. That was like a summertime thing with friends. And then you one brought time, that up with your friends, though, being like, no, 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 I didn't do anything. Nothing happened. No, that was sunny. That was yeah, yeah. sunny. And that was lemon so juice. embarrassing. <laughs> um, lemon juice did a little bit of box dye, but nothing too major. And then by the time I went to college, Gosh, I just didn't love my hair. Like, I would try different things. Like, one time I got bangs, but I wasn't into my hair. I'd be like, I just have this hair. Here's my um, hair. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Don't talk about it too much. Nothing nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. And then I went through my first year of college, and then my sophomore year of college is when kind of everything started to everything. really come together for me. <laughs> like, it really... I know, it's it fun on our IGTV big... when you were like... Um, what would twenty year old think of twenty year old mace think of twenty five year old mace? We're like, oh, so cool! I love it. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what happened between my freshman and sophomore year. I think a lot. I mean, honestly, I think a lot happened. Like, I faced like a trauma from my school, mm-hmm. and then I went and lived in Malawi, Africa, for six weeks, mm. and Huge. then I came back. Yeah. Braided your hair in Malawi. Braided my hair. Oh, mm-hmm. I had appropriated box braids <laughs> um, many a time. I know it's so alarming when I see those pictures of you because it doesn't seem like something you do. I know. I know. About I know. You. I'm like, I mean, Look at that hair. It's like it, it really <laughs> is truly all leading up until sophomore year, and then sophomore year I started with that fast, which I like. That oh, fast gosh. really gave me it. Uh, Everybody, <laughs> if you haven't heard this yet, it's what, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it six weeks? How long? What is it? Three weeks? Two, two, weeks. two weeks. Okay, two weeks of no eating for a college mace. That stresses me out as the a parent. The first two weeks of sophomore year. Oh, my gosh. Um, what a move. I think it really was crazy, but I'm like, ah, there's there's no way it wasn't helpful in me getting in touch with myself. Because I think that oh, in I, that, know, those I can do is take your word for it because it in seems college, true. I like was completely set loose. I got rid of a ton of friends mm. that I had made in my freshman year. I just started being like, I'm going to do me and not give a crap. Mm. Um, and then well, I died. So, so when hair. did you get, when did you go to Malawi? And when did you get back from Malawi? I went that summer before. I mean, I'd gone yeah. many times in high yeah. school, but the longest trip that I'd went on was the summer before. And you get back. I get back and I was like devastated. Like I was August? Like the most emo person to ever live. I was like, this is the worst. I never wanted to come back to America. I was really, These Americans. really mad. I have no idea. And then I went back to college like a week later. Time to um, fast. Time to fast. I was like, I need to figure my crap out. And I'm like also really curious about the spiritual discipline and finding it. But it's like, I actually still stand by it and would not put myself past doing it again. You also want to flex on your, on your professors. Like oh, there's a small part of me flexing <laughs> on professors. Oh, I'm. I mean, there's a there's for sure like this this flex aspect to it. I was. I don't know if I would have been able to do it if I was also in solidarity. Like knowing that I had told people that I was going to do it mattered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we're talking about hair. Sophomore Get back year, to hair. What are we talking about here? At the end of my f- sophomore quarter or fr- fall quarter, I dyed my hair dark, dark brown. Mm. Which I think that was the start. I dyed my hair dark, dark brown, and then I got a septum piercing really quickly after. Wow. And it was like, oh, 
yes, here we go. Like kind of starting to own my look and be like whatever and start Would doing Would you even have things. had the language for queer at that point? For myself? Yeah. Oh, for myself, I would have been like... <laughs> <laughs> like the septum piercing. It's not necessarily queer, but it's like... Yeah, no, that didn't feel like that kind of thing. You're heading either. in a direction of sorts. I was starting to really like let go of what I was supposed to look like. I was also ah. letting go of like this good goody two shoes. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was letting go of being the good girl. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which that might be like the look that you posted today with the pink hair. No, no, that wasn't a good. That was uh, that was already free mace. Yeah. Oh, okay. For sure. Okay. That's oh, fine. for sure. I I still like really love that hair. <laughs> um, that's in pink that hair season of my life, I was like super experimenting so much with makeup and getting like really into that. It was really a fun season, uh, and like getting better at it, doing it because I wanted to, mm-hmm. not because it was like someone had bought me makeup and told me that I was supposed to wear makeup every day, mm-hmm. which is what had been happening up until that point. Who um, did that? What? Who? <laughs> family. Yeah, family. Um, so. I dyed my hair. That was big. And then I got, oh, I went to college. Oh, this is also funny. My freshman year, I came to college and within two weeks, like when I chopped all my hair off, I had long hair and I made it pretty short, like mm. to my ears. Mm. Um, That's which something. That was like a fun, like, here I am at college. I'm going to get a big haircut. Um, and then I dyed my hair purple. We're, that in, was, we're in, now we're a sophomore. Now I'm a sophomore. It's the end of sophomore year. And then I was like, I want to do a, a real fun color and is I that kind of the picture you posted today where you're in your bedroom kind of like acting cool in my bedroom oh where i don't know where you are in that picture the third picture what's that is oh. that purple and i think my second picture is more purple no this is blue oh that's blue okay. so i dyed my hair purple and this is the first time i went in it i got it dyed and now looking back i'm like oh my gosh i paid so much money to get it dyed <laughs> And I didn't like love how it turned out, but it was so bright and it was so crazy. Like it was, that was big Mm -hmm, for me. mm -hmm. And then it slowly started to fade. And by the end of that next summer, my mom was like, we need to fix this because it's like, was so faded and crazy. And so she paid for me to get like super nice balayage hair. And so I came into What does that mean? What word? What did you you say? Balayage. It's like. It's kind of like ombre where it like um, it goes from one color to another. Mm. So in this, it was like going from darker roots mm. to like blonde in the end. Okay. But it's a little Never less ombre-ish because you take it in like, it's in highlights. You get individual strips of the hair and it goes up. So it's like a little bit of a softer look, but also a little streaky at the same time. Okay. It was really popular at the time. And my mom was like, I'll pay for you to get this really nice hair that is normie <laughs> and at the time i was let's like let's get let's get let's get macy back to normie uh, hair. so i and i came into college with normie hair and then i <laughs> went through a full season of i got a cute edgy haircut and i liked it and then i started bleaching my hair i got it bleached again professionally like i don't know how i it was like all my money i guess I this spent professional on, on hair dye like actually getting my hair done and getting piercings in college Tattoos, piercings, hair dyes. No, no, I did not get tattoos in college. I waited. Um, <laughs> so I started getting bleach blonde hair, and I loved it. I was like, mm, oh, I'm starting mm, to like mm. really love this hair. 
And I had like the coolest, the coolest silver hair for a season. Mm-hmm. And then I started dyeing it pink and I started dyeing it lots of other colors. And it just became, I became more experimental. I was like, well, I can't afford to dye it keep getting my hair professionally dyed that is unsustainable Mm -hmm. so then I started getting really into figuring out how to dye my own hair and then I was starting to experiment with colors and then then the main thing the the best thing I did (laughs) I eventually buzzed my head Mm -hmm. which I feel like I've talked about a lot on this podcast it comes up it comes up I don't need to get into it many topics somehow circle back to that moment I mean it's one of the most it's a, a formative part of who I am. Yeah. Psychological, so, spiritual. All of the Many, above. many things. So I buzzed my head and that was freaking amazing. Very liberating. It was like really allowing myself to let go of all these perceptions. People thought I was crazy and I like loved that they thought I was crazy. You know, I love that they thought Britney I was Spears. going through some mental. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Like I had a sticker of the Britney Spears breakdown mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, that's me. But also... No, I'm not breaking down. This right. is actually the best thing for me. Yep. Um, and I'm not going crazy. The way people look at you when you have a buzz head is funny. They're like, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> but now I've had it for so long that I feel like I don't notice that as much. Anywho, buzz the head fully. At this point now, I'm like living my best life, my best <laughs> hair life. And then it started to grow out, and it was like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, growing it out, I didn't know if I wanted to grow out, and I, I keep buzzing it. Like, mm-hmm. I've, the longest I've had it since was pretty long in the recently. top. Recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew at the top, and it was, I don't know, four or five inches maybe, mm-hmm. which was really big for me. I'm not patient. Mm-hmm. So buzzing my head really was like, I'm never going to have the patience to grow it back out, probably. And I don't know if I ever want to. Shoulder shrug. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And when I buzzed my head, it really was like, we'll see if I like it. And it's funny how much I've, like, how important buzzing my head has been. Um, yeah, I feel like I've talked about on the podcast about its, like, implications for my own, like, understanding of my but gender identity. Wh- but I do mm. think that it's... That was like such a key piece for me. Um, okay, I guess maybe we have two two questions. Okay. From myself. Um one is it it seems to last your hair currently I, I have two questions. One is ab- about just pure hair. Mm-hmm. That that might actually be my only question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um uh well, no, I do have two questions, but okay. it's always sensitive because I'm like, I don't know exactly how to ask these questions. But like the first question is, um, your your hair choice seems to last an average of about five days, <laughs> no matter what you're doing, long, short, anything. You know, it's like even if it's growing out, it's going to change color. You're going to add a twist. You're going to you're going to braid it. You're going to buzz it. You're going to add a color, you know. And five days is even long. You, you know? think that that's a long estimate? Yeah. I, I mean, it's a, I'm saying an average. Sometimes it might be 10, which is long. Sometimes it might be three. It's true. I think, yeah. I think it could go between, like, I think there's times it's gone up to, like, when I, a few months ago, I had my natural hair color for probably a solid three months. I was just hanging out a with you yesterday, and you had green hair. And today yeah. you have blonde hair. Yeah. What is going on there? Why? Why am I doing it? Yeah, which is great. I mean, uh, that's part of the fun about being a friend with you. It's like, 
I show up and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like always keeping me on my toes. Um, I know. And I'm like, oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. But what's, what's going on for you? I don't know. Like emotionally, psychologically, like what, what is that? Um, what if you just deep dive the last 24 hours <laughs> for the sake of fun? <laughs> well, I definitely, I mean, yes. Did you have a plan? Uh, <laughs> yesterday you saw me. I think I probably, the mood I'm in most, if I'm dying my hair, if I'm being honest, mm. is probably angst. I think mm. angst is probably my most dye my hair mm. energy. Um, it feels so good to to just explore it and do it and change something mm. and it, to be there and to not know what it's going to look like. Mm. Although I do know well, at this point, I'm like, I knew when I was bleaching my hair, I was getting rid of the green and it was going to look like this. Um, this is a nostalgic look for me because this is the look that you had in the first like three or four recordings of the podcast. Oh, Short. a bleached Ble- buzz. Bleached buzz, yeah. I think I think right now a bleached bud is, buzz is my most. Con- this is probably the most consistent look. Mm. I'll dye my hair a color and then. I, I agree. It. I see it. I agree and I see it. Um. So, why why did I want to dye it yesterday? I just had an itching to. Mm-hmm. I think that just comes upon me sometimes. Like I just really want to. You're here in the house. Mm-hmm. You're sitting and you just go dye in the hair. Well, we had, I, I, I kind of knew probably by the evening that I was going to after dinner. I was like, oh, I'm going to dye my hair. I also just recently ordered some new hair dyes. So I'm excited. And I'm like, I'm re- getting ready for having a fresh plate. Like, I, I don't want to go from directly green to another a fresh color. Plate. Like, I'd like a nice, I like to have the blank slate for a bit, mm. like the, the bleached. And then I'll sit on it and then I'll be like, oh, what am I going to do next? <laughs> um I think artistically, too, I just really enjoy doing it. Like, I have a lot of fun getting creative. When I had the longer hair up top, that was so fun for me to try and ombre it all the time. Hmm. Like, any kind of ombre that I could get into it, I was so into it. I it could seemed complicated. It seemed, every time I saw your hair in those days, I was like, that seems to take a lot of time But it was so cool. Oh, it was definitely it super was cool. It was so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it didn't take too long. And I'm a painter. Yeah. So it's like, for mm. me, it really is... I love to paint mm. and it's just, I'm painting my hair and it's such a cool thing. And I love the self-expression part of it. I also just really like, I like mixing it up and changing it. It's fun for me. And I know that I'm probably going to buzz my head. So <laughs> I'm like not afraid of dying it a lot. And mm. I have all the supplies and it's, <laughs> I've, supplies. I've really like, I'm not spending a lot of money dying my hair. Mm. I think that's another thing is, I just ordered new dyes, and because I have such little hair, I can make dye last a really long time. <laughs> so it really is just like opening up and having a canvas and pulling out my paints and experimenting. I do wish that I could sometimes go outside my body to do areas. Like, I can't do my back of my head, and I have to ask people for help sometimes, but I'm like, I wish I could do it. Yeah. Um, if I could do the back of my head, the amount of ombre buzzes I would have is insane. <laughs> Um, it would be awesome. I bet there's a way to figure that out, though, with mirrors and stuff like that. That's probably true. Yeah. I probably could. I mean, I don't have any. <laughs> I've broken all the mirrors in my house, my handheld mirrors. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly what it is. I do think it is probably mood-based. I would say that I like that I can look back and be like, oh, this is when I had this green. I can look back at pictures and kind of know what was happening in my season. Mm-hmm, I I really mm-hmm. enjoy that It's a marker. Um. 
I wouldn't say that it's like if I dye my hair green, it's because I'm in this specific mood. I don't think that that's a part of it. I do have a strong like every once in a while I'll be like, I'm doing pink and blue on my hair. And it is me like really getting in touch with my inner like double soul. And I really like to do that. <laughs> um, that I guess that's my, my other question that again, I, I, I never, I never know how to broach the subject in the best way. Cause it's, a, it's a complete ignorance, but it does seem, it, it does seem that dying hair is often, a queer thing. A queer thing. Yes. A signifier oh, for of sure. Sorts. For sure. It's very, it's very queer culture. So what does that mean for you? Uh, oh. I mean, like, for example, like, I remember, well, I, I don't even say a specific name or something, but, like, it seems that for, like, a lot of people, it means a lot to them to just be really out front with a look. Like, I'm, 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 I know that this look and this decision aesthetically signify something and I'm intentionally doing it to signify that I want. Yeah. Out and proud as a cheesy phrase maybe, but like, yeah, I'm not really thinking of it in that way when I'm dying it. Like I'm not like, Oh, this makes me obviously gay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm really obviously gay in other ways, but <laughs> and I also, but I think it just is a part of it. There's this piece of probably being misunderstood. That is just like, part of the queer experience that mm -hmm. maybe it naturally draws you to doing this. I don't know. It just also is an expressive like culture. And I do think that, mm, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely not like all gays dye their hair and yeah, anyone no, no, who dyes their hair is gay, but, I, 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 mean, some, but I think it is also like obviously a meme. Like it's, it's a full fledged meme, especially like, the millennial gay has yeah. piercings and dyed hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a piece. I think, I think queer people tend to be just a bit more colorful and expressive. Oh, I know. That's a very general statement, but I, I think that's part of the, like probably, probably trying to self-express and make space in some way. And there is probably some subconscious piece of me being more visible I also, this is just, this is more random and a side note, but I work with kids and it's really fun to dye your hair and have kids be like, oh, look at this pink hair. And like, it's kind of magical. So I'm like, I get to be kind of magical to kids. That's cool. Yeah. Like, it's not magic. What is it, what is it today? <laughs> wow. But it's fun. And I'm like, what color should I do next? And they'll tell me and I'll consider it. <laughs> That's really sweet. Yeah. Ugh. Like right I'll now, always having, feel awkward having in, in that in that zone asking questions and stuff oh, about fine. that topic in particular. Like, I, I just want to say like, from my perspective, it's like with my own gender journey, as we've discussed in the past, which I've edited out of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I do think there's certain people that I admired in the early ages, my early age of like David Bowie or Prince or Michael Jackson, who are more androgynous. Mm -hmm. And it was like, of course I had no, language for that yeah but i liked the idea that there was like they were playing with makeup or hair colors or something like that and yeah i think that feels natural for a kid it's like a, a kid is gonna see something without all of the social baggage and be like that makes sense it's cool yeah. why shouldn't i do that mm -hmm. and then society's like no no get back in your box you know and you're like dang it um so like what i want to say that it always sounds so awkward and 
I don't know. Say it anyway. It's 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 I I do think that that's something that the the quote unquote queer, queer community teaches the world is like there are no binaries or boxes right. and you can express however you want and that's really cool. Let your freak flag fly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do your do you, you do you. <laughs> I had a thought that popped into my brain about my hair, but it's gone. Oh no, I talk too much. <laughs> no, it's okay. It might come back. I don't know. This has been a pretty scattered hair journey. I feel what like does your hair mean to you? What does it mean? Like your your the hair on the top of your head. That hair. Like you walk around as Macy in the world and you're thinking about your hair. Like, how would you sum it up to somebody? Not necessarily a few sentences. Take the time if you want. Like the this is a this is my hair. I think it I think it both means a lot and probably doesn't mean too much. Um yeah, I think that's one of the cool things about like buzzing. It's like it doesn't mean everything. No, Bam. no, I'm like not attached to it, mm-hmm. but I am probably attached to the ability to do something with mm-hmm. it. Um, what does my hair mean to me? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it it, it does feel like an essential piece of who I am. Like it feels a part of a way in which I'm able to communicate with who I am with the world. Like, I just think we've got a lot of means in which we can self-express and get creative. And why not? Like, why not have something about you that is uniquely you and you can just do it and not care? Like, I'm not doing my hair for anybody but me. Like, there's no... That's very inspiring. I, of course, I'm like, oh, the kids like it. But like, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm doing this hair for me because I think it's fun and because I like it. And we've talked about this. I sometimes really like to have ugly hair. Like I, <laughs> I, I like it sometimes when things are unflattering and when I'm just throwing thing, people off. Like that's also so fun for me. I've never heard that thought before <laughs> from anywhere. But can't you think about certain hair colors that I've had? It's like that's yeah. kind of an unflattering I mean, color. Oh, oh, let me say it this way. I've heard that thought from you. But until you gave me that thought, I'd never heard that thought. I it's never read so it in me. an article. I never heard a friend say that out loud. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just I also do want to be like an apology, like unapology, like whatever. Like I like the yellow hair because it's kind of crazy and fun. And you're like, what the heck? Who does yellow hair? And I'm like, I had this not? thought yesterday, and this is when this is again like we we are in our own territory, getting vulnerable, talking. So we'll edit this out if you don't like it. But I had this thought on our walk the other day when you were talking about this sort of thing. And I remember the only the only reference point I had for it, which is a movie I want to watch with you someday, is called Fight Club, starring Brad Pitt, where he shaves his head. Also, like, Brad Pitt in real life has a chipped tooth. Mm-hmm. And so for that movie, he took out his chipped, like, Like his whatever. cover. Yeah. So he had chipped tooth and bald hair. And he said his curse in life is that he's always been an attractive Hollywood movie star. But to a certain extent, limits the roles that he gets because he wants to play weird, crazy, interesting roles. Mm-hmm. And so he's always done certain things in a lot of the roles he's chosen to make himself, quote unquote, ugly. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds sort of like a convenient thing for an attractive person to say, whatever that means. You know, like, yeah, great. Like, right. you get the convenience of like working hard to make yourself look less attractive like i'm gonna buzz my head i'm gonna have my chipped tooth and it's like and the ironic thing is you even look cooler now. you look good with it yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fascinating i mean I, I i don't at the risk of sounding i don't i'm not saying this in a self-deprecating way like i've never been like oh macy is super attractive like there's just like <laughs> not part of who i necessarily am although of course i'm like 
I definitely have, I feel like relatively medium self-confidence. Like I'm definitely like, I just am who I am and I'm super okay with that. That's contagious Um, and nice. I like it. But I, I do wonder, I mean, there's probably some other stuff happening where it's like, I'm running away from my natural self by dyeing my hair. Mm -hmm. And like, I do care about my appearance. It's, I feel like it's, it's in its own weird way but I am in some sense I said this in that post like kind of obsessed like I'm obsessed with dyeing my hair and changing Mm -hmm. my hair it's just part of my life and my routine and Mm -hmm. who I am and it's like who would I be without that I mean I would be Macy still but it is so much a part of who I am that it's like what am I covering up with it I do sometimes wonder that Mm. but then I'm also like I don't think I'm really covering that no I don't think you're covering up. I don't know maybe maybe I'm as I'm riffing on this and thinking about it in real time I'm like maybe it is sort of a burden I don't know why so also we're now talking about Macy and Brad Pitt (laughs) but um I think society for Brad Pitt in particular like really says oh yeah like you have that look and we love that look and, and do that and we're going to support it and, and put you on articles and magazines and movies. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even know what that look is. It's not me. Yeah. And I've got to find some way to, to break fi- out. Yeah. Break out of that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I, I'm sure, I'm sure there's been elements and, and parts of your journey where you've like been in quotes rewarded for playing the part, you know, yeah. uh, whether it's just through affirmations or, looks or wow look at you oh you look so pretty oh totally (laughs) Uh, i mean even i think me posting those photos of me where i like that first photo i'm like super femme and Mm -hmm. i have like i was surprised i was surprised you posted that i was like i gotta do i gotta put this really femme photo (laughs) i also really like that air so i'm like very okay with that look um but i do think that there is definitely this like Look at that. Oh also, our God, friend Steph crazy. today complimenting your teeth. I know. <laughs> <laughs> my teeth. I'm like, I, yeah. Which made me stop and think like my, one of the, one of the, any, not Enneagram. I say Enneagram because I think he's in Enneagram five, but I like Anthony Fantano on YouTube and he always introduces his, uh, episodes by saying the best teeth in the game. Oh my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> I'm always like, uh, he did get into a competition. Does he have a, does he have good teeth? He has really good teeth. <laughs> Um, who's the artist? There's a really famous artist. Uh, gosh, I really want to remember his name. I'm not going to remember right now. I can tell. Um, really famous musician who got into a competition. It was like, he actually has the best teeth in the game (laughs) and he was calling out Anthony Fantano (laughs) and they were like doing some Twitter duel. But, uh, that's true. Like you could, you could give Anthony Fantano a run for his money with best teeth in the game. (laughs) (laughs) But I think both of you and I have good teeth. I, I think, honestly, probably came through, like, really hard labor of, like, I had braces for four years. I had braces, but then I stopped putting, I didn't do my retainer. So I'm like, my bottoms? Crooked. <laughs> crooked teeth. Okay, I have one last <laughs> thought of my journey. Oh, 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 here we go. Uh, I mean. You've been saving it. Um, No, this isn't a big thought. It just popped in my head. I do think that I am still figuring out my hair in a lot of ways. And that up until recently, I've always kind of had this perception that I should get my hair because I'm like do my hair a certain (laughs) way because I'm a girl and I've always been taught and given tools for longer hair or girl hair. Right, 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 right. Yep. It does make sense. I 
like going into the barber, I learn a lot from Matthew who will be like, I want this high and this thing and a four here and a two and a part and a saying these different things. And I'm like, I'm still learning how to even describe what I'd want from a hairstylist if I were to go and Mm -hmm. get one. And I think that's partially why I am like, oh, I will just buzz my head because I know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's not having to like going... This makes to a, a hairdresser sense. is this place where I'm like, I don't, I don't really know exactly where I fit here. Yep. In terms of how you're going to approach me and my hair and how I even know how to approach it. Like I'm still figuring that out. So there's this piece of just like shoulder shrug, not really knowing what to do. I'm going home buzzing myself. Forget this. But exactly. yeah, you were going to a hairstylist exactly. for a while. I sometimes do. And I mean, it's fun. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I once got like little drawings in the back and I probably will eventually. I would like, I really would like to have a rat's tail. So I think that's really cool. I just always <laughs> forget when that, I'm that's buzzing a, that's, my head. That's a, when I, I talk about the mullet and the, and, the, and, the, and the lines on the side of my head, that was, a, that was also a trendy, vibey thing in like, for me, like first, second, and third grade. And it's like the person that had the time and patience. Here we go. I patience. know. It would take patience for me to do it. And I just have to like, I have to just section it off when yeah. I'm buzzing it and not get that spot. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, that's really cool. There's no way I'm ever doing that. There's <laughs> no way I have the patience and time and, and foresight to, to have that. But like that guy's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like props to that guy. I know. Um, yeah. Well, if I had the patience, I think that's also my problem right now is I just don't have patience. Whoops. Man, if you had a mullet, I would be like, like fan girl <laughs> out about like <laughs> that'd be so cool. <laughs> I've considered it a lot. I've looked up mullets so many times. Macy with a mullet, I that'd be crazy. Up. What do you mean? It would be. I feel like it wouldn't be that crazy. It'd, It'd be awesome. Be like, like I mean, like in a good way. Like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Maybe one day. Maybe I feel like it day. would be a. Um, it would convey a seven vibe, like a playfulness. You, a, you'd fun, be, a fun energy. Yeah. I definitely do think if I grow, if I start to grow my hair out longer, I recently, when I had it longer, it was just the top, but I do think I want it to go all the way back if I am going to have mm-hmm. a longer piece next mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe COVID is going to be the start of me growing my hair out, to be honest. Patience. Patience. We'll see. Is it like a, a fast, a haircutting fast? I mean, I definitely, when I was growing it out for that top piece, it was like I had to be really diligent to keep myself (laughs) away from it because there is no getting around the fact that I dye my hair and that's usually, that has a more energetic, playful vibe to Mm -hmm. it, I would say. There's angst sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's, it definitely is, it's different than buzzing my head if it's like growing out and I'm like, oh, I'm buzzing my head. Like that's probably a pretty emo place. Something (laughs) happened. You did your birthday this year. Yeah, and that wasn't an emo place. Mm-hmm. That was an exciting place. Mm-hmm. But in general, like I can think of a lot of different times where it was like got in a car accident, buzz my head the next Time day or that evening. Like did this thing happen, buzz my head that night. You know, it's like it's just it just happens. It's a it's a process. It's like cleansing. Thing. It's an artistic thing, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a cleansing. I think that's my hair journey. The Any people other questions? want this journey. The people Maybe. want to know what <laughs> is going on with the hair. I yeah, it's out there. It's fun to think of the future plans, you know. What what could be? Yeah. I know. I mean, this is me right now. I feel like this is probably going to be like how a do you few picture, year season of a buzz. How do you picture 50-year-old Mace? 
Oh, I don't know. Hair-wise. I don't know. I feel like I've probably, like, really figured out product. Okay. And I probably, hopefully, I mean, like, please, I hope I have gray hair. Um, Please. I don't know if I will have that much gray hair, Mm -hmm. though. And I I already have so much at 40. I'll probably still be dying my hair, to be honest. I mean, who knows? 50-year-old, 50-year-old Maisie could be, I mean, I could not tell you what 50-year-old Maisie could be It's funny to have these time capsules. Who knows if you'll even go back and listen to these at 50, but, like, Wondering, you, you could be like, let me go back and listen to that hair episode. Could you imagine me as I can't wait to be older and like I could? Could you imagine with a, a mullet as like an old fifty year old? That's awesome. I would. That would <laughs> That's be even really cooler. Cool. And I hope I have glasses by that age. <laughs> you can have glasses now. Well, if you want to? I I would not want to wear glasses that are not. You feel like you're an imposter. Lenses. Yeah, for you sure. You wore glasses to that uh, glitter party over the summer. What glitter party? I don't know. You went to a party with Maddie. You posted on our Instagram twice. Oh, about it. those were, uh, those were, uh, those were not like glasses. Those were for a party. They were for a, a glam look. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you can do your hair however you want, can't you wear glasses if you it's want? It's true, but I don't want to. Oh, you don't want to. Yeah. You want them to be authentic. Well, yeah, and I just don't. I just don't want to. Yeah. For but clear. you want to wear them to a party. Yeah, I mean, it was a part of a look. Mm-hmm. It was a, that's a separate thing. I feel like it was that was almost costume. Hmm. Yeah. I'm only asking questions because I don't understand. I don't do that. Wear a costume for something? If you had to wear a costume? Would you wear glasses for a costume? Would I wear glasses for a costume is like saying... (laughs) (laughs) Like... (laughs) That's an interesting question. (laughs) It's like... I want to think of a good analogy for that. It'd be like saying... Would you wear gloves in a hot air balloon? It's like I have no plan of going in a hot air balloon. Like I've said that. Yeah. Like I, I don't go to costume parties. You're not wearing a costume. The only thing I can think of analogous is my one Halloween party I hosted as a junior in college, and I dressed up as Usher. I've told you about that before. Mm-hmm. So that's my one reference point. But, yeah, I guess I can imagine wearing something as a costume. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not going to be glasses. Like, I wouldn't every day go in to work and be like, I have these classes and they're fake classes. I just wouldn't, that just isn't my vibe. Okay, right I will say, and I don't know what we're talking about anymore, <laughs> but, like, there was a season in my life in high school where that was my look, was fake glasses, blonde hair. There you know? it is. And, I, and so I, like, I thought that was a cool look. Yeah, yeah. See, I would have, I would have been... I probably would be judging that look, which is really funny because maybe one day I will I will have that. Like, is it is it is it? There's like something about it, right? Ableist like, or something? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's like why though? <laughs> I well, well, that's the point. I know, right? I know, I know. Why I, for a costume? I get it. I get that I am I am a little bit of a hypocrite right now, but it, it just is. I'm not. I'm not into it. Yeah, but so. for the party you are. <laughs> party I am. That's totally different. It's a completely different context for me. Gosh. Okay, this Okay, is I good. think those are my hair thoughts. I don't know if I have anything else to give. Are there any other questions? I have infinite questions about hair, but like we should probably call it a, a night. With, call it a night with on that, that. With the journeys. Yep. When we come back, we'll have a rumination. Guys, we have other things to talk about. We have we have we have some listener comments. Mm-hmm. If you're here for the long conversation, and we're gonna talk about body hair. That's what I think is an essential element to this conversation. Yeah. Somebody yeah. has to mention body hair. Yeah. Um, Ruvination first. Yeah, I think Ruvination, and then we'll come back with our pop offs and closing, closing it out. Listener comments. comments. Okay.
today I just want to do something simple. Um, um, I'm just gonna read a poem because I always like that when I uh, when I can read a poem. It's by this guy named uh, Randall R- Randall Jarrell, I think. I'm not super familiar with his poetry. I just uh, know this one and I like it. Um, and it's funny because the other per- poet that I thought I would read was Jared Manley Hopkins, right? You know about him, right? And it's kind of like, I was like in the mind of, it's kind of like cliche, but kind of like poetry during the dark times. But I mean, like, who cares? Poetry during the dark times. <laughs> it's called 90 North. Uh, so 90 North uh, by Randall, Randall, Randall J- Jarrell. Do we know anyone named Randall? Oh, Randall? Um, oh. The it's a this is a nice name. I feel like Randall is like the 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 kind of like kind of like Gertrude kind of like oh I'm an old person I have a quaint name and I'm very cute. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ninety North by uh, Randall Jarrell. <laughs> At home in my flannel gown, like a bear to its flow, I clambered to bed. Up the globe's impossible sides, I sailed all night. Till at last, with my black beard, my furs, and my dogs, I stood at the northern pole. There, in the childish night, my companions lay frozen. The stiff furs knocked at my starveling throat, and I gave my great sigh. The flakes came huddling. Were they really my end? In the darkness, I turned to my rest. Here, the flag snaps in the glare and silence of the unbroken ice. I stand here, the docks bark, my beard is black, and I stare at the North Pole. And now what? Why, go back. Turn as I please, my step is to the south. The world, my world spins on this final point of cold and wretchedness. All lines, all winds, and in this whirlpool I at last discover. And it is meaningless. In the child's bed, after the night's voyage, in that warm world where people work and suffer for the end that crowns the pain, in that clout cuckoo land, I reached my north, and it had meaning. Here at the actual pole of my existence, where all that I have done is meaningless, where I die or live by accident alone, where living or dying, I am still alone, here where north, the night, the berg of death, crowd me out of the ignorant darkness, I see at last that all the knowledge I wrung from the darkness, the darkness flung me, is worthless as ignorance. Nothing comes from nothing. The darkness from the darkness. Pain comes from the darkness, and we call it wisdom. It is pain.
Okay. Should, should we start with some listener comments? Let's start with listener and then, comments. And then end with some popping off. Okay. And we have to talk about body hair. That's that's part of the popping off. Okay. Um, hey, everybody. We are back after a per usual long break. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's just read Ella Sharp's comment because okay. I think it's good. Okay. Ella Sharp, our dear friend. My hair journey has been wild. Only in the past couple of years have I learned that I actually have curls slash waves. My hair is always... Okay, first of all, this is what I was wanting from our listeners slash followers. Okay. Some hair reflections. Yes. We didn't get yes. very many. We got a few. We got a few. I'm, 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 I'm shaming um, all of our listeners right now for not providing <laughs> Better support comment. content. Also, uh, give us a rating and review. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> uh, my hair was always a big insecurity. This is Ella still of mine. It was huge and thick and dry. And all throughout my life, I had tried to tame it with detanglers and brushing. Hmm. Number one, curl sin. Oh. All it came to was me looking like Hermione all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Finally tried a deep conditioner at the recommendation of a hairstylist. And as my hair started to heal from the abuse I put it through, Ooh. I discovered I naturally have curls. From then, it's been a fun journey of figuring out what my hair likes and best responds to. Now my hair is my favorite physical feature. Ooh, a redemption story of hair. (laughs) Redemption arc for hair. I do think hair is so uniquely you. And I think it's one of those things that you have to kind of learn your hair and learn to love it and embrace your Mm -hmm. hair for what it is. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think especially people with curly hair would talk a lot about just what it is having curly hair. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, that's a whole other facet of hair. Like we are speaking as straightish hair people here. Yeah. I don't know what my hair would look like long. Don't know. Yeah. And and then all these product conversations, I'm not really understanding, but like, yeah, I mean, I obviously talked about like putting the salt spray spray in my hair. Yeah. But would you ever get a perm? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what that question means. What like is a longer perm? hair and then getting a perm, me? <laughs> yeah, me? you probably wouldn't. You probably. I mostly was asking that because I want to eventually get a perm <laughs> one day. <laughs> your perm, your mullet. <laughs> perm the top of my head. If Macy I had just the got top, big eyes and a, a big head nod. Right there. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course, perm my. Of course, perm, perm, perm my, my mullet. mullet. <laughs> it's hard to say. I love it, Ella. I love your hair. So I'm on record saying I love your hair. And I do think it is a a very uh, dominant feature of Mm -hmm. yours. And I love it. And I love that you're learning to love it more. This is the thing we're not going to get into really in this episode, which is more of a cultural hair element. Mm -hmm. Which, again, I I, I like to hope to think that in No Small Thing, we are... Acknowledging ignorance and knowing that I don't say things right, but but also not indulging in that. Okay, just go for it. There's a whole cultural thing about touching hair. Like people shouldn't be touching your hair. Well, people should ask before they touch your hair. Right, but that's something that's only come to the to the cultural forefront in my mind in the last five years or so. You know. Yeah, I think probably these days uh, I'm earlier than that. I would never, I would be like, in, I, I, I think like five years ago, I'm touching everybody's hair, unfortunately. Interesting. Yeah. And, uh, and I think just in recent years, I'm like, oh, that's not something you should do. Like, no. And now I mean, I'd be like, never, never without any, uh, no, I, only with the most blatant, clear permissions am I touching anybody's hair. 
a large you know. part of my job is teaching kids that. Like, because yeah. kids, I mean, buzzed heads, they're the, one of the best things to feel and touch. It's so soft and amazing. But I am very clear of like, you have to ask me. And there's certain times where I really will be like, honestly, more for the sake of kind of being like, sometimes I'm going to say no. I'll mm-hmm. be like, no, not right now. I'm not okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be like, you have to ask me, or mm-hmm. sometimes kids will touch it. And I'm like, please don't touch my hair without asking me. Although I tend to not really mind. I love it when people touch my hair usually. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, that's you, and I'm just saying it seems to have different cultural meaning. Oh for yeah. Oh else. totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but I I do. I've experienced since buzzing my head a lot more people wanting to touch my hair. I bet. I think about it often. Touching my hair? Yes. You can touch my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, I'm, I'm bringing that same cultural uh, paranoia, and I'm like, uh, yeah, but you could ask me, and I could say you can touch my hair. <laughs> you could ask just me ask. It feels that's, weird. that's the thing is, I'm just always like, just go ahead and ask, and I can, <laughs> can say I yes touch or no. Hair? Then I'll be so like, funny. yes or no. <laughs> That's, That's it. good. I, I mean, I think even this conversation, we're highlighting on something that needs to be more common in our society. Yeah. Just a natural exchange. Just a natural. And, and then it leaves it there. The no like, being okay, too. The no. no? Like, yeah, no okay. Not right now. Great. Maybe another day. Fine. Thank you for being honest. And I have relatively on. soft hair for how much I bleach my hair. I'm proud of that. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, here comes this conversation. Oh, I do like it. I do like these funny conversations. Uh, I'm liking this as I read it. This is from, this is nice because it's a new person, I think. Okay. Kaylee Smith. Don't know this person, I don't think, but we should follow her if she's going to. Comment. Comment. I've noticed a big difference in hair feelings among people with fast growing hair Hmm. and people with slow growing hair. Okay. Until this week, I've never thought about fast growing hair or slow growing hair. I think that's something you said. What? And you're making a very mean face at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How have you never thought of that? I didn't. I thought. I thought I would have assumed all hair grows similar. I don't know what world. Yeah. Okay. I come from a different world. <laughs> Mine grows fast, and I think that's helped me to feel more adventurous and relaxed. Totally. There's some people's hair who grows. Good so for you and your fast growing hair. I know. Fast growing hair people, and then comments again. Also. This is odd. That's herself on this comment. That's fun. Yeah. Also, are you going to be discussing facial hair? Well, I think we'll get in that in just a second as the popping yeah. off section. Yeah. Lots of interesting questions to explore there. Yes. Um, okay. I and then Luke Nott. Seasons have taken. I know okay. we talked about them a yeah. lot, but I've gone through seasons of taking like hair growth, like and hair strength pills. I have them in my clo- I medicine cabinet right now, and I still sometimes Big take deep them. Breath. And I'm like, am I growing my hair out? And then I'll start taking these to like have my hair grow faster and stronger. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Never even heard that idea concept in my life. Oh, and if you take like prenatal vitamins, hair Will grows. Will this help me have less thinning hair? Maybe. I don't know. I need to put some thought in it because I don't have any tactics to lessen my thinning yeah, hair. Yeah, you might, you might be able to get some kind of like uh, natural homeopathic treatment. I tried, um, I don't know that. I don't know what it is. Minoxidil at some points. I think I that's supposed that to is. grow back hair. Hmm. But they will say that's supposed to grow back to like the crown, which is like I said, like the back of my hair. Mm-hmm. But like nothing. Apparently, there's nothing that grows back the front of your hair. Um, again, also side note, pour, pouring out. Like, also, there are things I could do. Like, 
I could grow out my hair so I could like push my hair over my forehead yeah. and have it covered. Yeah. But I feel like that looks like I'm trying too hard. I don't know. Like, I part just of feel me like thinks like pushing fun. it back like this is like, yeah, sure. I have thinning hair. Like it's fine. I I'm just not. don't know if I would ever look at you and be like, oh, thinning hair. Like I just never would. That's a, never a thought. Well, it's a fun conversation because I will tell you, I think about it probably every five minutes of my life. <laughs> Morning to night. <laughs> if Every we're be- five minutes? That's yeah. not real. I, I maybe I'm being a little hyperbolic, but like it's it's a it's an it's a, the best way to say it is this is a constant thought in my brain. A constant thought. Is your hair? I, I'm paranoid and insecure about my hair. When you're wearing a hat, are you feeling that way? Yeah, I'm like, oh, everybody knows I'm wearing a hat because I have bad hair. This is so stupid. <laughs> That's a lot to live with every five minutes. I know. I know. How we we gotta come with some like retreat for you to like <laughs> let this go. Maybe we should buzz your head. <laughs> Maybe a retreat. <laughs> a retreat. Something. Some way to heal. It's from not about that. hair though. Obviously, right? We know that the problems are deeper than that yeah no that's our, like, that's a lot yeah yeah for I'm sure i'm sorry <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> i love your hair oh, gosh. But i can i can start complimenting it more often to try and counter it no, no. <laughs> bring too much attention to it no 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 <laughs> okay what's next <laughs> this is so great i mean it's not debilitating it's just something i live with <laughs> Luke Knocken just said mullet is the obvious solution. Yeah, yeah and, and Luke has a mullet, doesn't he? I think he had a mullet and he recently cut a did a bowl cut, like an aggressive oh, bowl cut. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um yeah, mullets are cool. Mullets are cool. My my hot take. Some people would be like Honestly, I feel like <laughs> I wonder if you and I could ever commit to doing a hairstyle together or if that would be too much of a betrayal for your own spirit. Yeah, what do you mean by this? Well, I'm like saying, like, I wonder if that would be a redemptive development to my whole hair journey is like doing a mullet right now. I mean, what if you did a mullet? That's what I'm saying. You should. <laughs> but I feel like uh, I'd be stealing your thunder. No, I won't get a mullet for so long. That <laughs> me, patient enough to have a mullet? I, I would get so, in my community, in my the spaces I inhabit, I would just get like, it would just add to the fire of like me being weird. Yeah. Oh, I I'm, love it. I'm, 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 I'm the most, I'm in so many ways, the most normie person, but like in my peer groups, I'm just viewed as a weirdy. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. I guess I've, I've intentionally made it that way my whole life. Probably when you really think about it. But Yeah. As where I'm like a little less of a normie, but I'm not really considered weird in my friend groups. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Okay. Is there anything else to say besides before we get into body hair and facial hair? Let's just look at your little thing. Everybody go look at our Instagram and check out Macy's My Hair Journey. Pink hair journey. It's pretty cool. Um I know. I just think it's fun that Steph said, I know I know this isn't about hair, but Macy, you have incredible teeth. That was funny. Oh, the oh Lily Dawes says that their school doesn't let them let her dye her hair fun colors, but Lily, she's going to as soon as Lily, she graduates. Lily, what school do you go to? Is this a private school? It's a high school. I mean, I think that that's kind of common. Is that a high school in vibe? In a place not in, yeah. Because, okay, I would say, I don't know if Lily has listened to this far. Lily, do you listen to the whole episode? Because we've gone really far tonight. Tonight's been a long episode. Yeah. The fact that, the fact that Lily listens to this podcast is, it makes me feel very nice. <laughs> <laughs> because... I don't even know if Jill 
still listens to this episode. I think she does. I think she does. Okay. So just the demographics. I like that we have different demographics, but but that we have a fun, cool seven, 16-year-old high schooler in like what? Lily, I always get it wrong. Texas, Arkansas, whatever. Lily, I'm sorry. Somewhere (laughs) south of us. (laughs) I love that you listen to our podcast. Thank you. Um, And also, I'm sad that your school doesn't let you dye your hair. Uh, Body hair. Body hair. Finale. What are your initial thoughts? Lots of thoughts. Um, (laughs) I mean... You have a more complicated relationship with, with it to a certain extent. Well, yeah, because at a very, uh, I would say, I mean, I was in fifth grade when it yeah. was like, here's your razor. Wow. That's wild, isn't it? It's time to shave your legs. Wow. And I remember it. Like I was on, I was on a vacation with my mom and dad and it was just like. Kind of a, kind of a sweet thing. Oh, look, you're growing up. Time to shave your legs. I think I did have some fond memories around it. Of it happening, but then... It's a rite of passage. But then I also was like, <laughs> I have to keep doing this. What? <laughs> um, and I mean, of course... Shaving like, my legs? Freshly... Like, that would be a... That would be a... That would be tedious. Yeah. I mean, and people do it daily. Freshly shaven legs is so smooth. It has a real <laughs> nice feeling. Like, there's no getting around that. Um, but I... W- <laughs> it was the expectation that I would shave my legs and my armpits pretty quickly. Like starting fifth grade and on like it was just like that was a given of what I should do and I did just start doing it and then I never necessarily wanted to but I just would do it anyways and in the winter time I would let it grow and I remember I mean I say this lightly but like definitely comments from family members of like if I let my leg hair grow out or my like armpit hair definitely like would have gotten major comments from people. So I just say like Dave Bazan again has a whole song literally about this, a whole song about like body hair on women. Yeah, and that's what in the early days made me love him. I'm like, it's not a thought that I would have had naturally walking around the world, but the moment he's saying it, I'm like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Because um, because he's saying it, he's saying it like. Um, What's the word we'd want to use? Um. <laughs> My brain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. What's the word? What's the word when it's like flipped upside down? I'll figure it out later. Um. <laughs> Dang it. I want the word so bad. I know, but it's okay. You have to let it go. Yeah. He, uh, Dave is on saying it in a sort of an artistic way. So like, he's not necessarily meaning it the way he's saying it in the song, but he says, um, winter legs give me heart attacks, meaning hmm. like women with, women with hairy their legs. Yeah. And it's like, um, he says, put on whatever makes you attractive. If not, then do it for the sake of fashion. Your friends want a certain you. That's how you've got to be. Hmm. Um, it's such a good song. But I'll, but I'll have to listen. But in the early days of like listening to like Christian music, it's like, what is this song? Like, what is this about? Why is he talking about? Yeah, body hair. He says, "Husbands in winter, they know the truth. Like, they feel hairy legs, and it's like it freaks him out. The whole thing is like freaks him out. But the whole point of the song is like it shouldn't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like this, yeah. look how crazy this is. You know, that's the thing that is. So now I'm on the other end, and now I'm like, I don't give up. Yeah, I've always thought it's so. Crap. 
badass in the summer when you're like not shaving your armpits. I'm like, that's so cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And this is the thing that I think is funny is now I, I don't really shave my armpits. Although every once in a while I will get like a, Ooh, I want to shave just for like fun and I'll do that, but it's random and rare. Um, <laughs> but it is one of those things that people are really weirdly, I mean, just kind of weirdly judgy and questioning about. Like I've yeah. had family members yeah. and people be like, does it smell more? And like, like women especially will kind of hark at this idea of like, does it smell? Does more? it smell more? And like, like your arm. It's un, like, isn't it really? And like th- people will get into this kind of space of like, well, I wouldn't do it. And like, kind of like the way they're talking to me about having not shaven armpits. It's like looking down on me for this decision in some way. Strange that you have more armpit hair than me. <laughs> you know, funny. I know. Um, like I hardly have any. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just your natural. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I mean, even the smelly idea, I'm like. Well, and that's where I'm like, get that crap out of here. Yeah, like yeah. it is crap. That is complete crap. Like yeah. I guarantee you that my armpits do not smell very often. I'm like, I am hyper vigilant about. Well, and is like my... hair the source? You know, it's like. Well, in well, like. Are, are <laughs> Who cares about smelling in general? Are men's armpits like significantly more smelly than women's? Also, like I've been using quote unquote men's deodorant since mm. high school. Like I'm. This I, this is the kind of conversation, by the way, that I'm really here for. <laughs> this is good. I don't know. I just like I am that kind of conversation is one of my least favorite, but it does definitely happen. And it, I think it does happen, like, often with family, where it's, like... Family? Family. Okay. It's, they're, they're probably the people who are most alarmed by it and almost, like, confused and pity, almost. Like, I definitely sometimes get some pity angle that I think that I don't need to shave my armpits. And I'm, like, sorry, like, I'm not going to be shaving my armpits for anybody. Um, so, I don't know. There's some body hair. I have... Like, I have leg hair, but I don't really have, like, thick, coarse leg hair. And I remember some people, because I stopped shaving, they'd be like, oh, it's because you don't have thick leg hair that you are okay doing it. And I'm like, like kind of pitying I you? guess, but also if I had thick leg hair, I kind of would prefer it. Like, I don't like that my hair is so fine and you can't see it. I like body hair. I'm, like, very comfortable with it. Yeah. Slash, I'm not trying to get rid of it. It's not my desire. Um. So... Yeah, I don't know if any other any other thoughts on that. <laughs> there's just, I mean, it's like in your journey, there's never a time where the expectation for you is to shave your body hair. <laughs> I mean. It's true. No, no. I mean, for us, I mean, I guess in the modern American culture. Yeah. We're talking about a very specific culture here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I So I'll say for me personally, I, 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 I am... I guess I was just saying, like, I don't have really hairy armpits. But I think, in general, mostly a, a hairy... I don't know. So, so A I'll, hairy chest? Hairy legs? Hairy arms? Hairy torso. Ooh, a hairy torso. But I've always shaved that. Okay. As long as I can remember. The moment it started, I was like, oh, we're shaving that. You just didn't want it. Yeah. So, like, when I look at my mom's side of the family in particular, like, it would be really hairy. Hmm. And I'm sure if I let that go, it would be. But I'm yeah. just not interested. I don't want it. I, I'm not. I mean, in that's any your way. choice. I, it is my choice. That's awesome. I mean, I, I, my one of my friends showed up to um, 
this retreat that we do every year with these guys this year and was like, oh, yeah, my wife told me to stop shaving my torso because I'm not a teenager and I'm a man, and this is what a man looks like. And I was like, that was really intriguing to me. I'm like, what do you mean a man? Like, I, I'm i not shaving, especially, like, my chest and what I would, like, you call it your stomach? What are you calling it? Torso? <laughs> Torso. <laughs> yeah. Um, for a look. I, I feel like it's uncomfortable to have hair all over here. It's uncomfortable. I'm not interested. Oh, I mean, to each their own. I think that there's something nice about like a fuzzy <laughs> chest, a hairy yeah. chest. But I'm not interested. I, I don't know. I also just think, I mean, we won't get into this, but I feel like there's Let's just this. Let's not get into it. <laughs> what is it? Let's get into it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's this whole, I mean, the, the whole conversation is also, I was listening to a podcast today that I actually found to be pretty like sweet. I was talking about hair. I was talking about body hair and like hair in your private areas and mm. hair like in all areas of your body. And this idea of like everybody kind of has their hair and you just have to work with what you have and own it. Like the key to your body hair, and I think this is true, is just being confident in it. Whatever route you choose is great. Mm. Like whatever your grooming route, go for it. It's awesome. Whatever you prefer. And like just trust that that's cool. Like there, I think that there should be this like taking away of the shame around it. There's all these weird expectations. Yeah. I think that might be one of the main points of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like some people like it a certain way and like some people are going to be super into a really furry or hairy chest and some people sure. are going to be really into a really smooth chest, you know? Like yes. it's not like there is one way that is the correct way to do it. So just own what you like and just move on. And if someone doesn't accept you for what you're doing, then like they're not worth your time. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think in terms of my torso body hair, um, it was pretty low key, mm-hmm. like through college. And then as I was getting into my mid twenties, it was growing more and more. And I was like, I don't like this. And I just remember being, like, it felt. It felt um, uncomfortable. Like, I didn't like the feeling of it. Yeah, And I, I remember being at a retreat at this house that you and I were just at with, like, like coworkers. And we're having, like, a serious conversation. And I remember going downstairs and being, like, shaved it off in, I, in, in, in like, three minutes. And I came back to, up to a serious meeting and was like, I've just shaved off all my torso hair. It's so funny. <laughs> and I felt so awkward about it, but I was like, it also felt very liberating. I had, you had to do it. I do feel like part of it is also like when you shave your hair, that first couple days of after it coming back is always the worst. Mm. Like it's not, that's it's Hair doesn't, hair feels nicer when it's long and grown out, I feel like. Like maybe. It's, it's more comfortable. Yeah. And that's, but that's just my opinion. Not maybe. One man's opinion. It's probably true. <laughs> um. So body hair. Body hair. Uh, facial hair. Oh, do you want to say a little bit of some facial hair? Well, in I closing? Mean, I mean, me and Scott have had a, <laughs> a serious like moment one time because I do think that I, I mean, I mourn and like am sad about the fact that I just might I physically don't have the ability to grow facial hair. And if I did have the ability naturally, I would 
probably desire that. Mm. And uh, so, I mean, I, who knows what is holds in my future about if I will one day be able to grow facial hair. But it is something that is, like, on my mind. It's something that I, like, I'm low-key jealous of femme people who can grow a beard. Even though it's, like, in general, like, oh, like, women will, like, shave their their like beard if they get one and I'm or I'm not beard like a mustache and I'm always like mm, I don't even I don't, I don't have an option I get a little sad <laughs> that's really that's really an important thing to pay attention to I think you know not for you but like for us like I think that's what I learned through that first initial interaction yeah so it, because I like one time casually said it and Scott laughed like it would be the funniest thing in the world if I had a beard and I'm like huh I'm not making a joke. Like, this isn't a joke. It's, like, your perception of me as a female that's making this seem so funny. Yeah. And I'm like, that's... mm." And it really exposed a lot of biases, whatever, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, in me. So Uh, maybe one day. I do have the ability to have facial hair. And what do you do with that ability? (laughs) Uh, that's that's interesting. I mean, I guess in closing, it, this isn't going to be that interesting of a conversation, but I, I've had a few seasons of my life where I've grown a full-on beard. Yeah. May, maybe I even as we talked about, it's like being beard. a luxury beard. that beard. I beard. can do that because I, I liked the idea that like I don't want to be a person that has a beard, but I, I'm excited to see what it feels like. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, and now I've experienced it. It's like I don't. I don't love having a beard. It was cool. Uh, I mean, I know maybe I wouldn't in, in the end really yeah. want a lot of facial hair, like, but I would want to try it. Yeah. I, I, I do feel like one of the things was that I like played with it a lot, which was a little annoying. Like I could just could not help like always. Oh, I can only imagine <laughs> playing with it. It really bothered my wife. Um, but I've also experimented with stubble. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my typical MO is like, not shaving with a razor. I shave with a guard. Okay. So I'm never fully clean shaven. Yeah. And it's, it's so subtle that nobody would ever really notice this, but like in the last three months I was doing clean shaven Hmm. and then I was like, yeah, it's too much work. And so I went back to just like always like a, never noticed. I'm so sorry. No, (laughs) 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 I know. I was sitting up like, Macy didn't notice that I was clean shaven tonight. Didn't notice. <laughs> How often do you shave every day? No, every two days. Every two. Every two days. It's a. It's not a. It's not like a razor. You no, know, I it's know. Like I, a, I know. It's like a clippers almost. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's that. But um, a mustache. I did it once for about for about five minutes. Soul patch. Never. I would never. I would never do a soul patch. Never do a soul patch. Yeah, I don't know. That's not funny. my vibe. Um, I would do a mustache now. It would be another one of those things that would feel natural to me and like cool and interesting. But I know I'd get a lot of flack for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I don't tend to be a fan of mustaches, but like to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Do you like beards? Mm-hmm. I would prefer beards. Beards. What about like stubble? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not like out here like looking for. I'm not like, oh, this looks hot on a, a boy. Manly, but, like, a manly thing. I'm not thing. like looking at that, but I do think probably more like internally what I would want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Makes sense. Yeah. Do we solve it? I think we solved hair. I think that's it. it. I think that's all there is to ever say about hair. There's no more thoughts. Thank you for listening. I would love. I would love a long discussion on the idea of 
of uh, the cultural significance of Paris someday from lots of different perspectives. Yeah, lots of different perspectives. Because yeah. we're really only representing our own. Right. Yeah. That's all we got. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week for an Enneagram episode. It's going to be an Stay Enneagram healthy. Episode. We're here with you. We love you. And if you're feeling super bored and you're like, man, I'm so bored. I don't know what to do with the next five minutes. You can go on to iTunes. You can give us a rating and review <laughs> and say, True. man, no small thing is a podcast. And these are my opinions about it. And that will be cool. If you're bored. If you're bored. I mean, honestly. Okay. <laughs> Thank we'll you. We'll catch you next week. Okay.